0: Okay. Well, welcome, George, to Change Cafe. This is an audio series that we hope to help people navigate career changes and access social mobility and learn about different resources that could help them along their journey to different opportunities, economic and educational and otherwise. Um, I think I would love for you to introduce yourself and, you know, tell a little bit about your background, personal and professional, and, um, you know, then we'll go from there in terms of diving into... um, Um, you know, have you successfully navigated uh, career changes and and social mobility?
1: (laughs) Right. Well, thank you for having me. Um, So my name is uh, George Inez. I am, I guess, I've been doing the whole career changing thing for uh, quite a while. It's, 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 I've, Went from um, working in education to working in governments to um, working as nonprofits. Uh, now I'm in corporate life, and uh, it's just been it's been a weird journey of uh, different different things that so I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing uh, when I first started off at college, um, which was new because uh, as a first-generation college student, you know, there's a lot of things you don't know going into uh, you know postgraduate life. So uh, it's it's just been everything's been new to me. And I think it's just been nice to be able to talk to somebody, you know, it's, it's, I think the best way for people to learn about what's out there and what they can do with their life is just to talk with others. And I think this is a great, great opportunity to do that.
0: Right, right. Um, so one of the things that really interested me about your background and how you've navigated career changes and found uh social mobility in the sense of accessing opportunities that, you know, became, you know, a career path for you uh, is, you know, your um, fact that you didn't just, you you didn't just go from job to job, but you went from, you know, higher education, working as a career counselor, helping others, giving back to working in contracts. Uh, positions for the federal government um, here in in Washington D C area, um, you know, as well as um, you know, a host of other things. And um, you know, you said you you were a first generation college student, um, and that you, know, you might not have known all of the different resources that existed to help people again access uh, social mobility and uh, to be ac- to access, um, you know. Opportunities, and so, what were some of the things that, or uh, whether it was tangible or intangible skill sets, or you know, people, specific people um, who helped you along that journey?
1: Um, I, I'd, I'd say personally for me, it's been uh, it's been just people that I I would talk to. So, what helped navigate me was I participated in everything I get my hands in. So, I remember getting into a high school program called Presidential Classroom, which was uh, it was just through. One of the bosses that my mom worked for just recommended it. It's like, oh, hey, I see your your son is interested in this. You know, what about this program? And so I, I guess I, I applied and I got in, um, which was great. Uh, I remember I had an internship in high school at the Library of Congress, which was fun. It was an opportunity that uh, my high school provided, so it was. I was just like, yes, yeah, sign me up. Like, I'll I'll do it. Uh, no one else is going to do it. It's during class. Uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> um, I kept asking people that knew like what they were doing. And, like names of programs I think it was it was I was fortunate to have the uh, support of like my high school teachers and then the staff but like, especially just staff and like uh, like the the career services department that they had in my high school to like just talk to people you know let me know what's going on like I need I need all these resources you know because I, I just I'll take anything I can get you know? like even when it came to time to pay for college uh i i knew like there was like the fafsa um and so you know i i sat in a few high school sessions so it was like one with my parents and then like i'd go again you know because i just wanted to get those details down like i needed i needed to know like my high school time was just like talking to people and and grabbing as much information as i could uh, because at, at that point i had i had i knew like it was it was more about like what what's post high school, like, you know, like there's, there's college and then there's, there's the workforce and then there's, there's other, other trade that I could learn. But I think it was just important that I, I just talk to people and just get started something
0: Right. So it was really just kind of someone that came out of the woodwork, you know, and I think we've all had that in our, in our lives, you know, in, in any, in anything that, you know, has changed for us, um, in terms of opportunities that presented themselves. A lot of times it is a person that comes, seemingly out of the blue and helps us and points us to to resources and gives us ideas we hadn't thought of before, Um, kind of the knowledge, you know, knowledge that you didn't know you didn't know. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, was there in college, um, you know, was that, was that, you you said there was a high school group, you know, who helped you kind of. Um navigate VaAFPA and other um, other other imp- ap- you know, other things related to college application and getting to college. but in in college, um, uh, you know was was there? You said there was a mentor as well who helped you.
1: yeah. so i um I guess like into the, the start of my my college time, like my college career, i uh, i had I had met a few people who were you know they invited me out to um, a mentoring program like on on campus, and it was it was just like it was really new. Um, it was uh, it was just like for like Latino students and so I was like yeah um, I'm, I'm Latino I, I want to know more like tell me more like what, what is this about um, it's one of those programs where you you're an underclassman that gets paired with uh, upperclassmen and like you know they the, the whole the whole point is like you're socializing you're talking you know you have your your fun socials but then you also have like times where you you meet up you know one-on-one to just be like you can ask them questions about you know what are you studying what what's 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 this like? You know, what's your program like? It's like I I had jumped programs. Like I, I was a marketing student when I first started, and then you know after after a year of that, I was like nah, I'm going to see what else is out there, and then I joined a film program on campus, and so it's completely different from what anyone else had. So uh, while I'm constantly constantly questioning myself, I also have this this upperclassman who's like, well, how are classes going? Like, what are you what are you doing? What are you going to do with that? Was always the question. I was like, what are you going to do with that? And so um, it, it was just good to have like you know somebody like that, but also have a program in general of people you could just reconnect with and say like, this is what I'm doing now. Uh, this is, is just having, having that support system, I think is, was super important. And I wish I kind of had that at the start, start of my, my, um, you know, like, like having someone I can talk to, I think that was, that was more important. That was the whole networking thing that I, I I crave now is just like I wanna know more about like what's going on, you know, in in this section or in, in your career. Like tell me more because I would love to see if that fits what my current trajectory is. But that was that was now, you know, now, now I'm doing something completely different. Like, it's, it's really...
0: Right. And that's, that's one of my big takeaways from my own journey of being a history major and then going to get a international relations master's and then now working in public transit and public relations. And it has nothing to do with my college major. You know, there's such a big push, I think, in our current economic and educational system, um, and specifically the educational system that... You know, your major is everything, and whatever you choose in college, and your four-year degree, in undergrad is what you're going to do for the rest of your life, and there'll be a job waiting for you at the end of it. Right. Um, and I think that you know, with our current economic system, especially after you know, the job market after COVID, that's simply not true, and manifestly not true. Things are changing at such a rapid rate with in the, with remote work and um, you know navigating. The great resignation, everyone quitting and finding a new job, and again wanting that social mobility to have access to different opportunities and not always knowing how. Um, so, you know, is there something that you know, with you know, and from your perspective of again having worked in the private industry, you know, in government, you know, in higher education, um, you know, postgraduate, post graduation of college, um, you know, was really key to you, like you know accessing and, you know, being successful at, um, gaining or getting into those opportunities, those new jobs and not just new jobs, but new career sectors, um, you know, was there, was there, I'm sure there are several things, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd be interested to hear what they are for you.
1: Yeah. I think, I think for, for me, it's, it's, it started with like just a, a trajectory, Like not, not a, it started with like, um, when I was, I remember when I graduated, uh, undergrad, um, you know it was always asking like what's the next step after undergrad like i could go get a career with my my film degree in a, in a in a state that doesn't have a film production you know a thing like ah maybe i should move or whatever but i uh, was encouraged um, by my mentor actually in time to to Pursue. What were you interested in? Higher education. There's a master's program to pay for your, your classes, and and so uh, that that was that was good for me to to you know I, I pursued a master's, and and I think from there you know I I met a lot of different people and also in different industries, and so uh, I started growing my network appears because it's like i was just i was fresh fresh out of undergrad in, in a master's program people who have probably been in higher education for quite a while so you know i learned a lot about what 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 their expectations were for someone just getting into the career uh, into that industry um and and so you know i i it's, that's how i got my first job as a um, working in education and i was a, a i was a i taught like a, a college course for like a semester which jumped me you know as as a film with the film background is like oh you can teach it i mean you can also work in the field right and so i had met someone uh through um in, in my network of peers who said like you should you should check out this um contract job with the, the u.s navy like oh sweet i'll do that and so I finished i finished my my work there and i jumped into this this career in the navy uh as a contractor um and then i did i did pretty well and i still had um i did pretty well until i guess the government cut that contract for like the for quite bit of the industry there was like some i don't know if like in 2012 or something there was like a, a huge government cut of like everybody but um that's a, that's a different story altogether. um I, I i guess i because of that you know i was like what do i do now i don't i don't have a job don't have a job so i had my network of peers again who who popped me back to uh this, this would, would you want to you know um be a career career advisor like you you want would you you want to do this that sounds that sounds good you know that sounds fun um because that's, that's just you know i'm, I'm helping people and it's just that was just all it all it took and all it takes for like the theme of like the the different careers that I would get into is all it takes is one person that you connect with who's experienced in a, like in a, in a level that you're not you get your name out there through reputation you surround yourself with people who trust you and you can trust them you know and it's just it's as it's it's just when you build that i think that's that's the best thing because like they know that you can do the job if you if they trust you they they know you know you can do the job like it's good you're, you're not just somebody who who doesn't have a proven track record like you know, i i say i can do it and then i do it like that's my that's my word it's like I, I'll, I'll do the job just just tell me what it is to do it i think that's that's what's really got its start Call it
0: right i think that's that's Something that, you know, we see so often now and, you know, before COVID as well, um, but you hear so many people, especially in white collar jobs, you know, say, oh, I got this job because of someone I knew, right? And they kind of got me in, um, you know, flagged my application, you know, um, uh, to HR and then they interviewed me and it was, um, they interviewed me, and it, was, it was, it was a formal interview in the sense that they asked me all these, you know, series of questions and related to the, the, the job. But you know, it was kind of a kind of a smokescreen, if you will. You know, it wasn't. They were already going to hire that part, you because, and you kind of everyone knew it in the room because you knew someone. Um, so I think that's amazing that um, you said that. You know, a group of you know friends, colleagues, you know, in your professional network, people who stuck with you. It sounded like um, from university um, through your. You know, your, your different career. Um, you know, we're able to help you at different points and um, to kind of to kind of change careers. Um, and were these people um, was was your group of um, from your university cohort um, in the same field as as you are now, or you know, was it just because they knew someone in another net in another career field who they were able to point you to?
1: It's it's. It's because it was people in another another field altogether. Like I I I didn't want to stick with just like when I was in college, I didn't want to stick with just the film students. Like I know they were there my friends, you know, but like I I knew people from like the from different majors that that had things going like the business or, or something. So I was like I was always keeping my mind open. Uh, I think that was that that's that's super helpful. Like when I was I remember when I was a um, when I was a career advisor, that was one of my my things was to um, I would talk to students like let's let's. Let's plan out like the, the next three to five years of your career, like you're, you're here. You know, what are you going to do after college? Like you can't, it can't just be a checkbox. You know, it can't just be a graduate, get a job, stay in that job, and whatever. You know, it's 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 got to be something that like fits towards like what your passions are, what what your what your, your skills and strengths are. Like it's 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 got to it's got to feed towards that. So it's like you can't just stick to the same people. You gotta you gotta open up that field of vision and just start looking at what else is what other opportunities are out there and open up some doors. Yeah. You
0: know? Right. Right. And I think uh, risk is a a definite thing that you have to do when you're changing when you're thinking about going into a new field obviously that's a risk in itself but um, you know anytime you jump into a new job you know you're risking um, and especially if it's a new career field a new um, you know sector of the economy where you don't know you don't have any experience and you're risking your um, income you're risking your um, you know if you have family you know getting the security of your family and um, you're doing all your risking pretty much you're risking everything in your life really to jump into something new to in the hopes that it would it's something that you're passionate about you feel you um you have a calling you're called to do that um you, know, you feel like you have a gift for that you you want to do um and so when you jumped into different different career sectors and you know when you know from contracting you know to something else um you know even from your last um your last career job chain. um when opportunities presented itself, like how did you weigh in your head, you know, like whether it was an opportunity or a risk worth
1: taking? I, I think when you when you start planning out these things, you have to feel that risk taking is a facet of life. That it's not just like I'm going to you know I'm I'm going to pick the safest route. You know, I'm, I'm gonna pick the, 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 the low flying uh, role, you know, like, oh there's a you know, I was an administrative assistant, you know, I'm gonna be an administrative assistant too. No, you can. You got to be a senior administrator. You got to move up to something, something bigger, or or just like that. That's that's the whole point of of planning ahead. Really, it's just you 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 need to you need to weigh these options. Like risked and risk taking is not just like I'm gonna jump into a different career. It's 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 also I'm gonna take on this different aspect of my current job and build that into my resume or build that into my career experiences and use that as a skill for leverage for when I you know talk to somebody else and say, hey, I I did this in my old job you think it'll match with what your industry does which is completely different from what i do now you know and and i you know that's 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 one of the, the aspects of risk is like you're gonna things are gonna be real bad <laughs> or things things will be different you know you, you can't just live in comfort the whole time like you have to you have to stress yourself because if you don't stress yourself you won't grow as a person
0: right and the economy stretches you too, right, whenever, Absolutely. again, like you said, it contracts and suddenly there's not as much need for a certain kind of labor and you're out of a job, you're laid off and then you're forced to, um, you know, hopefully access the social capital you have, you know, the, the, the human uh, resources, your, your professional network if you have it, um, you know, or wh- whatever you, whoever you do have to help you, um, if any, and then, um, you know, find something new because you're out of a job, Um yeah. And so seeing as how, um, you know, your human uh, resources, your professional network was so important um, starting from university um, onward, what would you say to people who, you know, didn't, you know, maybe they were really introverted in college and didn't take advantage of, or they just didn't know how to take advantage of, or didn't think to um, of the people around them in their cohort and don't have those connections. And, you know, maybe they're looking for a new job now they're in a field they realize they don't like or, Maybe they've been laid off, or and so they're looking to. You know, they know that connections are everything um, in our in our current you know economy, and you know finding a new job and a new career. And they don't have them. Like, what would you What would you do if you didn't have them? at the moment, like well, how would you go out and seek connections and build that, build that network?
1: I mean, I would, before I even lose my job or anything, like before I know what's coming coming down, like if I start a new job, I just, I, I need to be able to know that I can, I can talk to people about what's next for me. And a lot of that happens through, if you're, I mean, the best way to start is if you're a college student, you, know, you got your career fairs, you got the career services departments and you have volunteering which are all social opportunities to connect to a to, to a person that to what's out there. Um, if you're just in your current career, you know, it's, 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 honestly, it's, it's talking to other people um, like through volunteer opportunities. If you can find, find some, you know um, if you just go out to like networking events, those are, those are low, low risk. You know, it's just like, Hey, what do you do? Like it's, it's that common question that you hear in DC. You're just like, so what do you do for a living? You know, it's like I would like to know. You know, I, I I'd like to know what what got you there and how can that match to what I have or what I've been doing? Because there's never there's no there's no career where you you can't just ask somebody else what they're what they're doing for a living. Like it's it's uh it's it's like if you're if you're introverted, you know, it's it's just that that's also a part part of the risk as well. That's just um, I I would say personally, I I I don't like to to put myself out there a lot. You know, it's I just I think for me after everything that I've done professionally, like I was a career advisor. I hated to like, like in, in undergrad, you know, I did not want to talk to anybody. Like I didn't want to talk to like large groups. And then I had to do that as a career advisor. And you know? I'd be talking to a ton of people, talking to them about their careers and stuff with the resources and stuff that I knew. Um, I I think it was it was just good that I surrounded myself with people who were confident in their ability to to talk, which kind of allowed me to to be like, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to be a big talker, and then maybe you know I'll become one. Which uh, eventually I am still working towards that. But you know, it's just it's baby <laughs> steps, baby steps. <laughs>
0: right, right. Um, and I know that when you were a career counselor, you said that. You came into contact with a lot of students who were, you know, similar to you in background in terms of being a first-generation college student and, and not really necessarily growing up in a family or in a in a in a situation where you know, the parents or guardians or whoever raised them, you know, were knew all of the all of the resources that were available to help people um, again to have social mobility, to have opportunities, economic and educational, and um, they might might not have had all of the social capital, all the connections that uh, you know more privileged. Uh, students and families and people do um so what was what were some of the things that you noticed about um people um people you were helping in the career center in terms of what did they come in at um, asking for and you know who um you know what kind of kind of things that you kind of give them that you thought were most helpful in terms of advice
1: well the the most common thing that i saw was that a majority of the students who, who who i saw were juniors and seniors like you never saw any freshmen or sophomores and if you did you know you'd only seen them once you know you, you look into and like the career services would have like logs be like oh who's been here before Like you've only been here once you know i saw you you were an undergrad and now you're a senior you know like it's uh it's 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 you need if People just aren't taking advantage of of like the services and 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 programs that are out there. Like even even a program that's like outside of your field. Like uh, like if you did like a leadership course on campus and you you know you didn't you didn't you th- you didn't think you were a leader, you know just just apply. You know go go do it. Add it. You can add it to your resume. You can use it to talk to someone else outside of your circle and you just, you build yourself as a person. Um, I, I think what people and especially what, what the students that I've seen have missed is, is, you know, um, there's an expectation of like, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna be successful. Like it's, everyone's gonna hurt, especially in, in this economy. And it's just, it's good to have a support system to fall back on. Um, so it's like, I need, I, I want to see, you know, I want to see more people who like can say that they, they they have been talking to others and they're like, you know, maybe, you know, I want to use my my major, my degree for a different career. Great. I would love to see more people use transferable skills for different things. But first you have to actually get mental skills.
0: Right. Right. And if there's someone who doesn't have skill sets that they need soft skills or you know, technical skills in a the field they want to work in or in a job they want, um, you know, is there other things that you can do outside of going back to school and getting another degree or, you know, going to night school or, you know, that kind of thing mm-hmm. with uh, official education, you know, what can they do outside of that, like right now, you know, you, you know, uh, to, to, to work on those, to grow those skills?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, first you, I mean, for, for like for me personally like if, if whenever there's a job or something that i'm looking at like or just for fun you know i just want to see what else is out there um it's it's always good to take a skills inventory of like what have you done in the past like just just write everything down just just like spend the night just writing things down and be like i did this for this job uh let me google like a a, a job opening somewhere and see have i ever done any of these things like even if it's not in the field that i have just just making an exercise of, of writing stuff down uh, and then saying like does this match up with the skills that i've written down if not what can i work on or what can i you know build myself towards um is can this be amplified with a um uh like a not a volunteer experience like, uh, volunteering you know experience but like can this be amplified with like can i take a different role within my organization now or uh, is there is there you know a place where i can just you know Build this up a little bit, and then I can talk to somebody about like, this, does this match your needs, or does this does this match what you guys are looking for? Like, I think the the biggest the biggest hurdle uh, for like hiring managers and just just companies in general when they when they want to hire someone is is can we hire this person and have the less amount of training that we can give them? Like, is it is it can we? the the less training that we we need to give them the more we can trust that they can do the job correctly or at least right and then we can then we can build them up from there because like i'm i'm currently in a job that i have no some days i don't know what i'm doing uh but it's just like i i'm talking to a lot of people like hey how do you do this you know like uh i know you guys hired me first for for a reason it's not you know it's not my winning personnel
0: (laughs) Well, I think you have a good personality, George. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Uh, So would you say that, again, to people who are are out there looking for a job right now, looking to change career fields, change change what they're doing, um, and... You know, they, again, they, they think they have certain skills. Again, you talk about transferable skills, soft skills, things, uh, things that you can, you can do for a company or in a, in a job, any job, um, you know, and, and they're writing those down and, you know, brainstorming and, um, you know, trying to see what matches on a, um, a job description, um, and in job descriptions, um, job, your uh, job descriptions when you're looking for a job, it can be very long and convoluted, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so um, you know if you're when you're looking at a job description of a potential opportunity, um, and you're thinking about the transfer, like the skill sets you have. Um, you know, where do you go to like to see that you know that the job description fits your skill set? Because sometimes it can be kind of hard to decipher whether. You're fit if you don't. You know, you're not an expert in HR and you know reading through all of that, um, all that jargon.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, there there have been tools that I've used. Like I picked the tools that I picked up from. Um, I think from like back when I was in like just graduating. There's like a and I know, I don't know what is it? It's like Onet it, Onet Online. Does like has some like little tools where you can uh, put in the skills that you've learned and skills that you you know how to do and it just it matches like it just says like well you know forty percent of you know this industry does this and ten percent of this industry does what you you're doing right now it's like oh well cool if I build up my my skills a little bit more or, or you know write more about it you know maybe maybe I can. Uh, get a higher percentage you know it's like a like a numbers game for for this this type of uh, that website like own it it. it's like the U.S. Department of Labor actually like runs that which is great too because like I that was one of the tools that I like to look look at was like oh you know now I can do this or can I you know let me just copy and paste my entire resume into their system you know and then they'll spit out like a different job for me or something Um, like a like a different like like what other people are doing you know because it, it pulls directly from like labor statistics and like the occupational outlook handbook and stuff you can you can use that to just like mess around a little bit um and i don't know like it's it's aside from that it's it's mostly just like soft skills um like i know like two two important ones for me were like uh, communication and critical thinking uh, because it's just like for communication it's just like not about like being able to talk to people but it's like getting people on the same page as you trans like translating big picture to small picture stuff you know, like Small picture to big picture, but uh, just engaging people uh, and then getting their input. I think that's like it's, it's the the feedback thing that that, that you want to like work on. Um, right. Yeah, and I think the next one, like critical thinking. I say critical this is communication and critical thinking. Critical thinking, I think, is is also super important because that's not it's not about problem solving or decision making. Um, but it's like being able to empathize with like the needs of what other people are doing, uh, what, are, what other people need. That's, that's just, you know, after a while, it just becomes like second nature. Like, oh, like, what, do, what exactly can I do, you know, um, next? Or what can I do for you? Or like what skills are you you're looking to get? Because that's like, I think that, that those are the two best things, I guess, that, that'll help you. And like, especially like in a networking situation, you just, you come up to somebody new and like, hey, how's it going? I, uh, I did this in the past. Now I'm looking to do this. <laughs> Or something.
0: Right, right. Kind of like read the room. Yeah, read the
1: room. Right.
0: You know, being able to tell, you know, when you're being interviewed, when you're talking to a potential employer, when you're, you know, talking to someone in a networking situation, you know, what what are they looking for? You know, Mm -hmm. and what what do I have that I could, you know, bring to them, um, benefit
1: them? Yeah, and I think the tools that like is when you when you think about stuff like that, like what can I use to to help? I think especially with the tools that are online, like like I again onet online or, or just talking with people in your circle of, of peers, you know, it's like this is this is this is what the need is out in the workforce, and maybe maybe I can be that person.
0: Right. Right. Cool. Um my my last thing I'm curious about um, is again, have you having worked in in different fields again you know, like higher education, uh, working in, you know government contracting, um, you know in in the nonprofit world and you worked in a nonprofit in Washington DC area. Um, you know those are very different workplaces and environments and um, you know what's something? Uh, you know, or what's, what do you, something that people can, can, who are changing fields and changing jobs, and especially now after COVID, um, you know, that they could keep in mind, you know, when they're walking in, you know, again, taking risks, walking into a new job and a new, not just company, but a new, whole new career field, um, new sector of the economy, um, that they could, you know, maybe keep in mind to, to make them feel more confident about being successful um, in a new, in a new, in a new world.
1: I, hmm, that's a good question that's a good one i i think i think there's a there's a little there's a little bit of like passion i think that that you need to have for like you have to generate some sort of passion for the job that you're getting into uh, because that that builds your confidence you know that that builds like yeah i i want to be here you know or at least i i know i want to build the skills or meet people who are good at what they do because that'll help me you know that'll that'll push into you know, who i am as a person um and then once once you get you know that that passion actually gets bolstered by like confidence because you're you know after a while you start getting better at what you're doing uh, when you jump into something new it's it's going to be scary um uh, because you don't you don't exactly know what a- am i on the chopping block you know like there there's that whole uh you got 90 days of of what is it called like when you when you're there at a job for like you got to pass that 90 days and like okay if you fire me like it's whatever don't know what it's called um oh, yeah it's
0: a trial
1: I think the trial it, uh, period yeah, yeah the trial your period. um your initial you know before your first review right um, yeah and and that's that's the that's the one thing that always like when whenever i change the job or something it's like that's always floating overhead. like i just gotta get past that trial period yeah. um and then you know I, I you know i start thinking about like hold on a second i'm actually doing good you know i'm i i gotta ask i gotta ask a co-worker am i am i doing this right yeah oh sweet <laughs> you know, all right then and you know but but then you know it's like it's day 270 like what like i like for me like i just i started this job uh i i got the i got the 30 day like congratulations you passed 30 days like awesome you know great what else what else goes from here and then i yesterday you know i got the congratulations you hit two day 270 it's like okay whatever you know i'm here <laughs> let's, let's do yeah, this yeah 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 it's just it's just um you know time time flies and you when you do something new and it's like yeah i'm still learning this maybe in in on year two you know i'll probably think about like what's what's different what can i go to next for some people it's like it's year one you know other people it, it only takes six to say like yeah I, i've done enough i'll jump to something else like it's this is you making that choice to go somewhere this is this is this is all you like you have to be confident that, that you're the driver of this car not right. anyone else this is we're gonna, we're gonna make a few pit stops on the way to whatever successful career or or whatever idea of of the the best you is and it's always going to be changing you know the scenery is always going to be different you know it's going to be rainy some days it's going to be sunny but you know just just keep going you know maybe maybe tap the brakes sometimes every now and then like just be careful but you know it's just just keep keep moving forward Um, and if you got to pick up some passengers you got to talk to some people at some pit stops that's that's great you know get some directions recalibrate yourself that sometimes the gps isn't wow this is an interesting uh metaphor anyway you know what I am Right. I'm saying, you're, you know, you're just, you're going, down just, just yeah. go, you're going down the road somewhere. You're going down a road somewhere. You know, just just do it.
0: Um, just keep going. Yeah. But I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty accurate when it comes to you know your first ninety days and that um, first window of you know the employers and the employee are looking at each other to see how long they want to stay. Um, in terms of you know you said passion, right? If you want to feel secure and you might not know how to do everything in the first ninety days or in the first year even of your job of a new job in a new career field. Um, but if you're passionate about it, um, people can always tell if you really care about what you're doing, um, and you, you know, you, are you're, you're, you're friendly and nice to everyone. Then um, you don't really have, you shouldn't really have a lot to fear, because people can always tell if you're passionate and if you're nice to them, right? And yeah. um, just again having that confidence. Oh, I'm going into a new career, um, new company, new career field, new sector of the economy, but I can be pretty confident that even if I don't know how to do it. You know, as long as I'm kind to people in the office and um, helpful, you know, and you know, you, you can tell that I care about my job. Um, even if I don't do it right the first time, you know, it, it's um, that's what that's what keeps you there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's that it's that trust that people have in you, that like, to know that you know you can do the you can do the job, or at least you can do a, a facet or a piece of that job, and you can learn on the way. Like it's, it's the less training they can give you the better.
0: Right, right. Well, thank you so much, George, for being on our, our series. Again, Change Cafe decided that we wanted to help others and give back by providing resources, including this audio series of, you know, how to, how to get there if you're someone else looking for um, social mobility um, for different opportunities through, through accessing different resources and different knowledge bases. So again, appreciate your time and, um, you know, really um, and personally was inspired by your story.